Stay tuned for Sound Tasting, the podcast where food meets music, sponsored by Nicoletta and Beppe's Restaurant in the Pearl. Some people like to be cooked for and others like to take control over the process. I guess I'm a conductor. I like to be in charge of things. Welcome to Sound Tasting with jazz singer Marty Mendenhall. Today, you'll meet the conductor of the Oregon Repertory Singers, Dr. Ethan Sperry, who also conducts four choirs at Portland State University and has a long list of credits and awards from around the world. There's a reason why you're hearing part of Foray's Requiem in the background. We'll explain. Thank you, Marty. It's a real honor to be your first guest on this show. I'm really excited. So uh, we are in your fabulous kitchen, and I can see we have some great um, ingredients laid out for us. What are we cooking today? We're going to be cooking uh, a mushroom pie, savory mushroom pie. That's very Portland appropriate. I love it. And you're going to guide us through making this mushroom pie today, right? Absolutely. Awesome. Well, we have no aprons on, but I'm assuming this is going to be good to go the way we are with your Oregon Repertory Singers t-shirt on, I see. Yep. And uh, let's get started. Excellent. All right, so the first thing we need to do is sort of make the pie filling, which is basically just onions and mushrooms. So it's your choice. You want to chop the mushrooms or you want to chop the onions? Oh, please. I choose mushrooms. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so all you got to do is get the bottom of the stems off of those. I already made sure to clean them pretty well. Okay. And then cut them into maybe larger than bite-sized pieces because they're really going to cook down. Okay, so bottom of the stems, show me, like three-quarters of the way up or yeah, all the depends. way? Some of these stems can be a little tougher. You can feel them. If they're soft, you can just cut off the bottom. Uh-huh. If the stems are a little harder, usually the larger ones, cut it off closer to the top. Okay, I got it. And then we're chopping, we don't use the stems in the recipes or? Yeah, we're gonna discard uh, We're gonna discard the stems. Okay, so Or like... at least the parts that are hard. Yeah, that part you're gonna get rid of. Okay. And all the rest of it you can just chop into sort of larger than bite-sized pieces so that when it cooks down, gets to sort of a smaller, decent than, Okay, I'll check with bite. you when we get to that part in yeah. the recipe. Okay, so what are you gonna do? And I'm gonna do some of these red onions here. And uh, I know a lot of people are afraid of chopping onions because it can make you cry, which it can. Um, <laughs> there's a couple of tricks to this. Uh, I had LASIK surgery recently, but before that, I wore contact lenses, and I really never used to cry. Uh, the contact yeah. lenses really uh, prepared. Onions like, and contacts probably don't mix. No, actually, they worked well. The contacts uh, like really protected my eyes. Really? But since the LASIK surgery, now I'm one of those people that cries. So there's a couple options. Um, I've been told this by people, and I thought it was weird, but it sort of works. That it's really the onions going in through your hands that causes a lot of the stinging in your eyes. I did not so know So continuing to rinse your hands and to rinse the onions with water as you're chopping can really cut down on the amount of stinging and burning that goes on. Uh, my wife goes full out and wears goggles, just like she's at the swimming pool. Really? And uh, yeah, you can, you can <laughs> totally do that too, and that also works, sort of like the, the contact lenses thing. Okay. Uh, works. Kitchen so, goggles. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, um, and we actually usually keep a pair of goggles over by our onion dish so that they're there and ready to go. Okay. Um, but yeah, regularly rinsing off your hands as well as rinsing off the onions is also going to make a, a big difference. All right, this is great. So, so yeah. how am I doing on these bite-sized pieces? That's going really well, and you can just dump them into this bowl over here. Great. Um, you need a lot of mushrooms for this recipe, and I chopped a bunch of them before you got here because I was worried we were going to run out of time. Okay. Um, but I also often cheat on recipes. You can go to a lot of supermarkets and get pre-chopped 
mushrooms, you know, where they're already chopped into bite-sized pieces. Uh, you'll lose a little bit of money on that, but it'll save you a lot of time. So okay. it's, you know, an equation to think about, you know, in terms of prep time in the kitchen, time is, is money. So you can yeah. go that route. And this recipe works well with a lot of different kinds of mushrooms. Um, the original recipe, which is from the Moosewood Cookbook, a vegetarian restaurant in upstate New York, uses criminy mushrooms, which are easy to find anywhere. Uh -huh. But I just this recipe has been I've loved it so much more since I moved here to Portland because you really? can get the most amazing local mushrooms here. So do you shop at a specialty store for them? Well, you can certainly get all kinds of good mushrooms at New Seasons, but it's Saturday here, so I just went to the farmers market, and there's all kinds of amazing mushroom stands around here. So all right, so we're using what you're kind using, of mushrooms you're, again? You're chopping chanterelles, all right. which are my particular like favorite variety of mushrooms and okay. I'm glad you delayed this a couple weeks because we've like really moved this right into the perfect season to get good chanterelles I'm sure that's why you delayed the, the that's taping. Exactly was that was my get... that was my plan all along. Yeah but we also have some shiitakes um, which grow really well here in Oregon I know they have the the Japanese name to them um, and also some uh, some oyster mushrooms so I just decided to go with a blend of, of the local mushrooms for this today. Great and we have a giant bowl of mushrooms that I hope to show the listeners on one of our social media cha channels at some point. Mm -hmm. um, so let's talk about that intro music that we heard. That was the Sanctus from the Durfle Requiem. Tell me mm -hmm. more. Yeah, so Maurice Durfle was this uh, French organist and composer. He was the organist at Notre Dame Cathedral uh, in Paris. Uh -huh. And uh, he didn't write a whole lot of music, but most of what he wrote is for organ, and the rest is for organ and choir. And he decided to write a requiem, a mass for the dead, and uh, it's really different than what we're used to. Like a lot of people are used to the Mozart Requiem or you know these masses for the dead are these big, loud, violent, scary pieces because we're all terrified of death. But right. uh, Duraflase is really peaceful, as you heard. It's just this immersion in, in beauty. And sometimes we forget the word Requiem in Latin doesn't mean death, it means rest. Oh, I the did people not are, remember that. Yeah, are, are at rest. And you really hear that in his music. It's so just gorgeous and... And yeah, it, it's just sort of like being wrapped in a warm beauty blanket. Um, I rarely actually <laughs> uh, listen to choral music while I'm cooking because that's what I do like all day as a <laughs> for work. But um, <laughs> if I really need something soothing, that's something I would I would I would put on uh, in a heartbeat. Right, and I understand that. I don't. I listen to jazz, but when I want to get into a work mode, that's what I listen to. Um, for um, pleasure, I listen to other things. So, mm -hmm. so you are the conductor, and I believe the music director for Oregon Repertory Singers, and then you also are the director of choral activities for Portland State University. Mm -hmm. um, tell me more. Um, so Oregon Repertory Singers is a community chorus. Uh, so people who are amateur singers, meaning they don't get paid for it, but who sing really, really well. They come from all walks of life, doctors, lawyers, engineers, uh, a lot of music teachers. Mm -hmm. um, especially right now, we have a lot of elementary and middle school music teachers who are superb musicians, but want to spend at least a little part of their week uh, making music with adults. And uh, it's an amazing group. We have uh, a little over 100 members in the group right now. And that's even though we hold uh, pretty serious auditions and everybody needs to re-audition every year to stay in the group uh, as well. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a real joy every Tuesday night to have all these uh, amazing people to make music with. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, um, so how am I doing with this recipe? This I looks think... great. I think the mushrooms are ready to go. The onions are ready to go. So now it's time to cook them. Okay, great. And we're just going to start with some butter. And uh, I don't mind necessarily using frozen butter because we're just going to start heating it up anyway and it's going to melt. It takes a little longer, but 
I'm one of those people that if I put butter in the fridge, I'm gonna eat it. So better to just keep it in the freezer and keep it a little bit out of the way. Okay. And so this will take a minute to melt and then we're gonna cook down all these uh, onions and mushrooms with a little bit of salt and thyme. And you're gonna see that there's this gigantic quantity of mushrooms in here. Uh -huh. And it's not gonna be that gigantic when we're done. Mushrooms right. cook down like crazy. All right, that's fantastic. Um, so tell me, have you always loved cooking? Oh yeah, very much since I was a little kid. Uh, I was much more interested in baking. Uh, actually, I still am. Baking is still my favorite thing to do. Uh -huh. uh, but yeah, I started helping my mom in the kitchen at a very, very early age and even taking over probably when I was in middle school, maybe even earlier, like cooking dinner by myself for the family sometimes. Wow, I'm impressed. So yeah, it was well, a fun thing. I still really love doing it. I love that. Um, well, let's um, take a quick break and then we will be back to finish throwing these in the pan and talk more about cooking and about music with uh, the musical baker, Dr. Ethan Sperry. Sound Tasting with jazz singer Marty Mendenhall is supported by Nicoletta and Beppe's Restaurant in the Pearl, creating a casual yet elegant dining experience. Around the table, we become family, friends, and community. NicolettaBetBase.com. Welcome back to Sound Tasting on 99.1 FM Portland Radio Project. I'm Marty Mendenhall, and I'm here with guest, conductor, and published baker, Dr. Ethan Sperry. Ethan, would you remind our listeners what we are baking today? We're doing a Scandinavian mushroom pie, and uh, this is a recipe we started doing for Thanksgiving a number of years ago because we have so many vegetarians in my family. Oh, I love and this that. is a really hearty dish. It's gonna be with uh, mushrooms and cream cheese in the filling. Wow. And uh, everybody likes this better than the turkey now. We have to make two of them and uh, it go, it's the first thing that's gone uh, every year uh, at Thanksgiving. We oh. have tons of turkey left over and we never have any mushroom pie left over. So this is a lot of mushrooms. Yeah, it looks like that, but it really, mushrooms cook down like crazy. You lose at least half the volume as they saute. So. Right. And how am I doing on the stirring? Really nice. This All is right. really good. And this is a shallow pan, which I like because it gives you a lot of surface area for the mushrooms, but it's easy for them to spill over the sides. And so far, you're, you're batting 100, so and nice job. We, thank you. What are we cooking them in? Uh, just butter. Butter, and then... Yeah, um, there's some salt, some thyme, but basically it's butter, onions, and salt, thyme, and mushrooms. And am I constantly stirring these yeah, until they cook down? Yeah, I mean, you can, you can let it sit for a couple minutes and go do other things, but probably better to keep stirring. Okay, fantastic. Um, should we get started on the pie crust? Sure, well, uh, you know, uh, the, the real trick is once you roll out the pie crust, uh -huh. you wanna get it straight into the oven, so we wanna make sure the filling is really done. So okay. I generally make sure the filling is finished and then let it sit for a minute while I do the crust. Okay. Because if the, tr the crust sits out too long, it's just gonna get goopy and soggy. You want it to be like done and pour the filling in and right into the oven. I totally, I don't want that. So well, yeah. pour the, in the filling, Pour the filling in the pie, mm -hmm. and then we're good to go. So do you listen to music while you're cooking? So, yeah, uh, I'm, you know, I'm a little old for the whole, like, playlist generation. I still kind of actually <laughs> listen to the radio. Do so. you really? What, yeah. are your, what do you listen to? Classical? Some, you know, sometimes OPB if I want to do the news and, and get that. Sometimes all classical, those are the two biggest we listen to. Mm -hmm. um, but sometimes some of the lo local independent stations, including yours, too. So I, I like the whole bi-local radio market. Yeah. So sometimes I go with the Pacifica radio if I need to get riled up about, you know, yeah. left-wing politics. So I understand that you've actually created a playlist of some of your favorite 
uh, musicians right now for our listeners? Well, I, I went local there too. I created a playlist of a lot of my favorite uh, singer-songwriters in Portland. So these are all people uh, who are in the area who you can go hear live or, or get their recordings. But there's so many great artists in town. That's great. I, I couldn't agree with you more. So that's fantastic. Well, we will have that um, available for our listeners on the show website, which is located at prp.fm on Portland Radio Project. So tell me, um, you said you've always enjoyed cooking. Mm -hmm. um, have you enjoyed, I don't know, creating recipes? No, I, that, that's the, I, I mess with recipes, but I, I never start from scratch. Right. So... Um, I'm sort of like, if you can read, you can cook. If you can um, read, you can cook. Mm -hmm. I got it. Yeah. All right. And, you know, then you can taste things and, and mess around with them a little bit or say, like, hey, this needs a little bit more of this. But, yeah, when my college roommates and I really started learning how to, how to cook and we didn't use recipes, we kept cooking over and over again something that we called chewy dish. Chewy dish. Yeah, it didn't matter what we were starting. It wound up being chewy dish. And then we decided <laughs> we should start using recipes. All right. Yeah, and so the last part of this, just in case you thought because it's vegetarian that it's a healthy recipe, is to stir in an entire brick of cream cheese uh, into the mushrooms and onions. And yeah, what you're doing is great. Just break it up and then stir it around until it melts. Speaking of healthy, I've read a lot of in your Facebook posts about um, running and music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I downloaded a fun uh, running application that uh, actually alters the speed of the music you're listening to to try to get you to change the speed of your running that you go from running to sprinting and, and back to walking and it's uh, as a professional musician it's really weird especially if I'm listening to like something I'm going to conduct and like hear the tempo just sort of lurch when it says like sprint you know and then like suddenly it's a little bit like the chipmunks show uh, but yeah it's it's amazing now I can hit certain paces when I'm running by just remembering certain pieces of music Right. And, well, uh, could you make pace. this recipe a little bit lighter by using light cream cheese? I suppose so, but I, I don't know. It. Well, you know, I prefer I prefer flavor. So, uh, yeah, sometimes when you go with the light cream cheese, just I'd rather have a few extra calories and a lot of extra flavor. Okay. Well, um, as we go to start our pie crust, uh, why don't we roll um, another piece of music? What have you chosen? Sure. Uh, so this is actually a piece by Ara Lee, who's an amazing uh, local singer-songwriter. And uh, she actually used to be in my chamber choir at Portland State University. And uh, so she writes her own music and, and uh, performs. And this is a song called Gypsy Woman. Okay, we'll keep cooking and let's take a listen. <laughs> about that particular piece? Um, well, there's a lot of things I like about the piece. What I like the most about Ara is she just puts her entire heart and her entire spirit into her voice and into her lyrics. It's, it's just so honest and so vulnerable. And that's, I think, the real secret to great music making. It's something I really try to teach to all my singers, the students and the people in the organ repertory singers, is that 
if you're not vulnerable on stage, if you're not willing to share of yourself, then the audience isn't going to be interested. Like, it is really that human connection. And I think it's particularly hard to get that in a recording studio, and Ara always does. Like, you just really hear that. That's powerful, yeah. uh, powerful advice. So let's walk through this, um, let's walk through this pie crust. Yeah. So a lot of people like to do the pie crusts by hand with forks, and you can do that with this, but uh, I like to use a food processor. I think it comes out a little more evenly. So you've just got some flour and uh, baking powder and salt that's already in here. And I've just cut up some chunks of butter. And uh, then we're just going to turn on the food processor and uh, hopefully using the dough setting, if you pulse it, instead of just leaving it on, it gets to something like a pie crust pretty quickly and okay. uh, saves you a lot of time and makes it a little more even. There's a secret to this pie crust, which makes it a little less finicky than others. A lot of people will go into like different textures and how to get it the right degree of crumbliness. Uh, but now that we've added like the butter, just because that's not unhealthy enough, we're also going to add sour cream. <laughs> and that's an ingredient that's really going to make it fairly goopy and, and, and solve a lot of the like finicky things about texture in pie crusts. All right. Well, um, you said you've always loved baking. What started that off? Was I, did you? I'm not sure where that started. I mean, I guess like, you know, I've always loved to eat and some people like to be cooked for and others like to take control over the process. I guess I'm a conductor. I like to be in charge of things. So yeah, no, I love baking. And even at an early age, I got competitive about it. When I was 13, I had a secret in my chocolate chip cookie recipes and everybody always raved about them. So I entered them in the county fair. Really? Uh, yeah. And, and won. Uh, yeah. Beat all the, all the moms and at other people 13? entering. Yeah. At age 13. Wow. So. Yeah, so I'm going to share this secret on the air. Uh, I mean, I really? won this. Yeah, well, I won this contest when I was 13, and I'm a lot older than 13 now, so this is not a, <laughs> not a new thing. I actually think it's what Mrs. Fields does uh, as well. I was using the, really? the Nestle Tall House cookie recipe. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, you the, the best ingredient is the vanilla. Every kid knows that. You open it, you smell it. It's incredible. Uh, so, yeah, I just decided maybe there should be more vanilla. And I kept on doing more vanilla, more vanilla, more vanilla until I like thought that we really couldn't take any more. And that was six times the recipe. Six times the vanilla? Six times the amount of vanilla on the Tall House cookie recipe. I am privileged to share that secret. So we have the pie crust made. You're putting it into the pan. And right now, we're just going to take a quick break. Um, and we'll be right back with more musical conversation with Dr. Ethan Sperry. And we'll get to taste that mushroom pie. Support comes from Nicoletta and Beppe's Restaurant in the Pearl, offering authentic Italian dishes using the freshest ingredients. Pasta, pizza, salad, delizioso. NicolettaBeppe's.com. Welcome back to Sound Tasting on 99.1 FM, Portland Radio Project. I'm Marty Mendenhall, and I'm here with the creative baker and incredibly talented musician, Dr. Ethan Sperry. So Ethan, we're filling our pie. We have mm -hmm. the pie crust in, and I can see that um, this is gonna be fantastic. It looks like you have the extra dough uh, rolled out. What did you do with it? So that's gonna become like a lattice for the top. I cut it into strips, and we're gonna crisscross that over the top of the pie. So it sort of has a top crust, but it also allows like uh, the filling to really breathe and bubble through the top. I love that. And not just be solid. So I've read that you've been to over 22 countries with your various ensembles. Um, that's pretty impressive. It's 
it's one of the real joys, especially about choir. It's so easy to travel because you don't need instruments, you don't need uh, music stands. You can just show up almost anywhere and sing. And there's all these amazing cathedrals in in Europe, and you know you get to, of course, experience the cuisines everywhere. Oh, I love Hosts that. invite you out for parties after concerts. I've had mayors of small towns have the whole choir over, especially in like Spain and Italy and smaller towns. And I remember, uh, I mean, one of the things that can be challenging is like finding a restaurant where a whole choir can fit. Uh, one of my favorite times ever, I can remember, uh, I grew up in New York, always loving going to Benihana, you know, where they cooked in front of you on the right. table. Well, in Korea, they let you do that yourself. They put the grill on the table and- Really? Um, yeah, you, you get the raw meat delivered to you, but they took our entire choir into the kitchen and just told us to like go through the freezer cases and take out whatever we wanted and bring it back to our table and just like each of us cook it on our own little grill. And I've rarely seen a choir <laughs> happier in I their entire lives than like, like just looking at like these freezer cases and being like, this is all you and you all get to cook it yourselves. Was, was that the most amazing meal? Uh, it was pretty spectacular. And I'm going back to Korea this coming February, so we'll hope it lives up. So. I, I love that. I, I think I think that sounds like the perfect choir tour moment. So, mm -hmm. well, well now you've been whisking eggs, and what are you doing with those now? Yeah, it's just one egg and a little bit of milk just to make a little glaze for the pie crust here so that it comes out all golden brown and doesn't dry out too much uh, in the oven. So this is just the last step. The filling's in. We've weaved the pie crust over the top and then you brush this uh, glaze over the top and then you put it in the oven. Okay. Thanks to Nicoletta and Beppe's Italian restaurant for their support of sound tasting. Nicoletta and Beppe's is in the heart of the Pearl District at 12th and Hoyt, where we become family, friends, and community around the table. NicolettaBeppe's.com. All right, so we have the pie out of the oven, mm -hmm. and you are slicing it up. It's, yep. it's golden and brown and beautiful, and it smells like fall. Just the, the, the thing of the bread and the dough, and it's, it really looks good. So as, as we're dishing that up, um, let's talk about um, Oregon Repertory Singers. I understand you have a concert coming up. We do on October 21st and 22nd at 3 p.m. at First United Methodist Church in Goose Hollow. And uh, it's gonna be a wonderful show. The first half is music by uh, composers from the Northwest, uh, which we're gonna be on our upcoming recording that we're making. And then the second half is one of the real masterworks of the choral repertoire, the uh, Requiem by Maurice Durafley that we were hearing at the beginning of the show. And it's just a gorgeous piece for choir and organ. And we're featuring uh, Portland legend Jonas Nordwall on the organ. So it oh, should be a lot of fun. He's amazing. Yeah, Truly it's, amazing. it's really incredible. So it should be a real treat. Well, you know, as a special uh, treat for our listeners, we have a ticket link set up on prp.fm on the show page for sound tasting. And that will uh, lead them right to um, the Oregon Repertory Singers information, also to tickets and to the recipe and uh, playlist that we're going to feature on episode one with Dr. Ethan Sperry. And uh, tell me, what else can you serve with this gorgeous mushroom pie? Um, so the first thing I think you really need is a green vegetable. Um, we usually do some kind of a cooked vegetable instead of a salad, but you can totally do a salad. But I think this works really well with fall vegetables. So green beans, maybe green beans with slivered almonds or a sauteed Brussels sprouts. Okay. Great, that sounds fantastic. What would you what would you serve for dessert? Chocolate chip cookies with extra vanilla? Oh gosh, what we've most often done with this, if you want to stay the the uh, the fall theme, we do a, um, a 
apple goat cheese tart. Oh, that so, sounds fantastic. Uh, yeah, so you, you make a, a savory uh, tart dough with thyme, and then you spread a thin layer of goat cheese on it, and then have apples and honey, and it's, it's pretty amazing. That sounds absolutely delicious. Well, as we let the pie cool, is there another piece of music you'd like to play for us today? Sure, I'll be a little self-serving. Uh, my, <laughs> my favorite living composer is a young man from Latvia, the former Soviet Republic, named Eriks Eschenwalds, and he writes the most beautiful choral music. And uh, the Portland State Chamber Choir uh, that I conduct just became the first American choir to ever uh, do an album of his music. Really? And it actually uh, hit number one on the uh, Billboard classical charts, which no university choir has ever uh, done. So, Congratulations. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play you a bit of a piece called Rivers of Light, which is about how beautiful the northern lights are. Okay, let's give it a listen. Wow, just wow. Ethan, what's your favorite part about that piece? Uh, just the harmonies that he's able to create are so lush and so complex and so beautiful. It's actually like looking at the northern lights. You, you can't even like begin to fathom how intricate they are. Right, and, and you it know, just overwhelms you. You know him personally, right? Yeah, he's been here to Portland several times, and he's coming again for our next uh, PSU concert, which is November 10th and 12th. So I if you want to meet him, you can drop by First United Methodist Church that weekend. I would love that. Has he eaten, eaten in this kitchen? Yes, he has. He's, he's stayed up in our attic when he's here, and uh, yeah, he's. He's eaten with us, and I've actually been to visit him in Latvia as well. I love that. I yeah. feel like I'm in the presence of royalty. All right, well, let's um, let's taste this pie. Do you have any tips for reheating, serving? Well, uh, yeah. Well, it is a very heavy pie, so if you only have a few people over, you might have leftovers. But if you make this for a large dinner party, you're not going to have leftovers. Mm, uh, wow. But if you do, pies are tricky to reheat. They're always best if you can reheat them in the oven for a longer time at lower temperatures. Most of us are impatient. You can do it in the microwave pretty quickly, but it's, it's gonna get gooier if you do that. Um, okay. Wrapping it in foil and, and heating it in the oven is the 
a better way to preserve the, the texture the same way it was when it came out of the oven the first time. Wow, this is, I wish I could tell the listeners how good this was. The filling, uh, the flavors just go so well together and it's warm, the perfect fall. I'm looking outside at rain uh, and it is just delicious. Ethan, thank you so much for being a guest on Sound Tasting and for teaching us all about this incredible, savory mushroom pie. This has truly been a pleasurable interview. Thank you so much. It's been a real joy. For details on the next podcast, follow Sound Tasting PDX and visit prp.fm. I'm your host, food enthusiast and jazz singer, Marty Mendenhall. Thanks so much for tuning in and see you next time.